The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels Hello and welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I am your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. And I am Archduke Travis McElroy, Lord of the Manor. And I'm Griffin McElroy. Sorry, what's that? That's fancy, man. That's fancy, oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, you know what we need? This will be what? fucking fancy take fight. We need to hire a herald for the year. To oh, announce cool. us for us. Yes. I've advocated for this a long time on this show. Yeah. Uh, get yourself a personal herald. And yeah. I think that this is the time for it. In old timey art and stuff, when they did show like a herald or town crier, yeah. I always thought that my man had a horn, but I do believe it was some sort of proto Vuvuzela. Mm. Like some, you know what I mean? Because he would, would just come and whip it over his head and be like, check out the prince. Or something, or, well, no, if the prince is already there, then the town herald sucks shit at his job. You gotta let, you gotta give me fair warning so I can get my kids dressed up in in their finery and get them outside to greet the prince and all that stuff. But I'm just saying if he came out in the middle of town and was like, that vuvuzela, that good vuvuzela sound, I would yeah. stop what I was doing, chopping, chopping lumber. Yeah, um, peeling potatoes, collecting bodies, rye, and yeah, exactly. Can I, I just say such a fucking good like seventeenth century agrarian like? Dude. I mean, you have the constitution for it. You I got the constitution. You got that. the build. You have the sinew, the sinew, the muscle, the musculature. If I may be so bold, and the iron stomach that can eat basically uncooked meat. It would be so dope. I think I'd be really good. At collecting barley's to give yeah. to the ki- to give to the king, and the satisfaction I would get out of that. My family wouldn't have any of the barley, but I would know, like, mm, I bet the king's eating good today. Yeah, I would I, love I think that. You would shit. actually probably not make it through the week, Griffin. If you are ever, if you ever see a portal, yeah, and you step through and you look around and you don't see any cars, yeah. you should just start funeral planning them. Yeah, <laughs> You're I mean, not cut, that listen, time. Come back through the portal if you can. Come back through um, the portal if you can, but if not. Like, start your funeral plan. They don't have a modium back then. Yeah. And, like, that would be my number one concern. They don't have, like, white noise machines to okay. help you sleep. I would love All it right. if Griffin was the one who got sucked through the portal in Hello from the Magic Tavern, the portal behind the Burger King. 
Um, it, cause it would literally just be like an afternoon of him, like tripping over a log, falling into a sharp rock and but dying in the, in the again, just that There's a chance that like the denizens of this world would see him and be like, look at that pasty skin and his noodly arms. He must be royalty. Oh, yeah, maybe. that's, that's maybe. That, that young, that young wafer's never worked a day in his life. Excuse I've also me, got- are you besmirched by consumption? Yeah. I have a 21st century immune system. They have nothing that could take me down. That's the first thing. Second thing <laughs> well, is, even if I well, did get, if, like that? even if I did get sort of diarrhea so bad that it sort of became my sort of defining <laughs> characteristic, if I knew that I, as long as I'm getting that barley to my great king, yeah. and I knew that like he was <laughs> stuffed to the gills with this good stuff, and I think I could, I think I would be okay with it. Now, here's what I will say, Griffin. If you were able to survive the everything, I could right. see you being the wise barley farmer that delivers yeah. the barley in such a way that the king is like, I'm going to elevate you. Like, you you not only yeah. deliver the but barley. But he, would, he wouldn't. He'd be like, that barley's my fucking life. Yeah. I live for this. But the other I, t- I would elevate you, but then I'm worried that that would affect the barley supply chain. And so, yeah. like, I want you to know yes. that uh-huh. in my heart, I've elevated you. But also, if you don't deliver this fucking barley on a regular yeah. schedule, I'll have your literal head. Baron Harkonnen right. left Griffin with the worst uh, barley collecting equipment just to yeah. sabotage him. It was but then bullshit. Griffin was able to do it. He tied two donkeys together, and they got all the barley. I'm just saying, when all the other serfs begin their uprising yeah like why does the king king keep taking literally a hundred percent of our barley come on griffin let's fucking ride i would be like uh y'all go y'all go on ahead i will i will definitely catch up on this (laughs) uprising catch me on the next uprising for sure i just gotta place a quick (laughs) phone call to my leash This is this is a good point, Griffin, because it's just occurred to me that, like, in that way, I actually think you might survive better. Yeah. Where I think if I went back through the portal and the other serfs were like, the king keeps taking all of our barley, I'd be like, yeah, there's barley any left for us. They would just murder me. I think yeah. it's the problem. They'd be like, hey, we're real sick of whatever this thing is that you're doing where some words sound like other words. So yeah. we're going to just go ahead and kill you. And there's not <laughs> yeah, like... Sure. Uh, forensics or cops or anything. That would be an amazing bifurcation of the timeline if the first person to do a pun, of yeah. re- of everyone's like, kill him. Kill the witch. Yeah. yeah. Destroy but him. And then there's then no I, puns. Only the devil could figure out that some words sound like other words. It's fine, though, because if at any point, if other denizens of the fiefdom ever did get PO'd at me, I'd just pull out my cell phone and be like, y'all should not actually Check out my fucking light rectangle, idiots. Now step back. Let me harvest my barley and give it to my dad. I mean, the king. Oops. <laughs> Did I do that? Oh, that's so... Oh, man, that's embarrassing. Me. So this is an advice show. Uh, well, you're going to take your questions that you asked us, and we're going to turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. I have a slight fever, and I'm, but I'm not... This I'm isn't COVID, a question. I know sometimes COVID-free. Justin slips into a question, and it's yeah. hard to tell, like, is that Justin, is that question? This is that's, Justin. That's your internal joke combustion engine. I just don't want f- people to be like, everyone's looking for us to slip, even for a second. That's yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they all wait- coming for the crown. Everyone's yeah. coming for the crown. They're waiting for us Not to me. slip up. To have Not Griffin. Move. Griffin respects I think who's the got, leash. I think who's got the crown on now is great. And I will, I will definitely send them all of my, all my crop this year. I work at. Oh, sorry. I'm. This is the first question. Give me that first question, Justin. 
How can I be more like Captain Jack Sparrow? That's from Maritime, Massachusetts. Waiting for an answer. Can I ask why you why this is something you, you would like, want? Yeah. Well, it's so rare that a question comes along that I'm like, oh, I've no, got no, this. No, that's not what we're asking. Uh, your internal machinations we've given up on a long time ago. Oh, great. What Griff and I are asking, I think, and I want to put words in your mouth there, Griff, but why would you want to be more like Captain Jack Sparrow? Well, that's you're not putting words in my mouth. You're taking the words from my mouth because those are the words that escape my mouth. Just, just Captain Jack ago. Sparrow is a lovable rogue. We can't okay. Conflate. Well, and and one of the greatest pirates that one guy's ever seen. And yeah. uh, he's super clever. He gets out of scrapes. Um, he is a real out of the out of the box problem solver. Um, yeah. And you know he has his own ship. He yes. makes his own rules. Yeah. Um he seems more or less like a pretty cool dude to me, you guys. Let me just for just for folks who maybe haven't seen these films, I'll uh I'll summarize them real quick. Yeah. There's Captain Jack Sparrow, there's his dad, Barbosa, who's also a captain. <laughs> Barbacoa. And, yeah. There's Barbacoa, there's Squid Face Monster Captain, and then there's uh like stuck up naval general guy. Sure. And they all take turns sort of trading sides. So, but at every point throughout the 19 films that was made in this series, they just did different match ups Like yeah. in this one, Captain Jack Sparrow and Squidface are teaming up against Good Guy and Barboca. And then they'll switch the next they one. Switch be like, it, they it up. This time it's Captain Jack and, and, and Barboca and the Good General against Squid Man. And yes. I think that's the seventh or eighth one in them. It's kind of like wrestling in that way. Yeah. Like people it are is. Always it's like very much so. Form the it, NWO. New it was water organization. <laughs> it was fucked up in that one movie where they all were the good guy, and they just kind of sailed around for a while. Nothing really happened in that one. Wait, wasn't what if we? One. What if none of us are the bad guy? What if we just want different things? That's yeah. okay. What if all of our motivations are different and our life goals just don't like line up? That's okay. But we can learn to see each other's perspective. Yeah. Hey, and then there was the one movie hug. that was. It was just Captain Jack Sparrow and all the other captains were gone and everybody in the movie theater kept yelling like, this sucks. <laughs> this means more captains. Oh, also Orlando Blooms becomes a captain at, at the end of one of them. So there's five captains all sort of just switching I around. I think he becomes undead. Yeah. If I remember correctly. It's a really cool flicks. But he does take time, Orlando Bloom does take time to get Kira Knightley pregnant before... He then goes seed. away for, I believe, 10 years at a time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, before he turns into a bone skeleton and he doesn't have any more gum. I literally <laughs> can't talk about Jack Sparrow without relating the anecdote of the freest man I ever met. Okay. I was in a murder mystery. And um, we I used to do these murder mysteries at uh, Ravenwood Castle all the time. Beautiful place. Yeah. They don't do them anymore. Um, Mr. Denham, they used to run them retired. But at the end of the day... Or at the end of the weekend, once the murders had been solved and the corpse was cold, piled, everybody <laughs> would burnt. Everybody would stand up and like introduce themselves. Yeah, and there was a guy at one who was dressed like Jack Sparrow, and I'd clocked captain, this dude before. Captain Jack Sparrow. Well, we we're on land, so he didn't have the. Authority. He's still a captain, <laughs> sir. Right. Captain, Jesus. Captain Jack, and he was like, I'd I'd clocked this guy before in this exact same Captain Jack because it was like a pretty good Captain Jack. Yeah, and he said. I realized something this weekend. I used to think that when I came here and I got dressed up like this, I was putting on a costume. But what I realized is this is me. And what I'm wearing out there 
That's yeah. the costume. Fuck, Fuck yeah, dude. Yes, dude. Fuck yes. Live it. I'm just saying if they need a new Captain Jack, he's in he's yeah. probably still at Ravenwood Castle. That's so much like that. How Clark can you Kent be Superman more like thing. him? Yeah. We didn't even attempt it. We just talked about him for a while. Hey, wait, no, no, Justin. That's how can you look like? Can we, I mean, just like how can I be? Oh, you say be more, more like, like Jonathan Sparrow. <laughs> that's his real name, of course. He's Jonathan. So fucking dirty. Like, he is that's dirty. Why I couldn't. I could not do that. That life because he's so he's so dirty. He's not even just like I haven't taken a shower or bath in a while. Dirty like. He's done things, yeah, to become m- like more dirty. It's a vi- it's a vibe he is doing of just like can I be the dirtiest rascal? On well, the yeah, seas? he's a dirty rascal. I think that that is rule number one: be a dirty rascal. I think rule number two: if you accomplish something and it like seems more difficult than it really was, say it was turtles. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's say it funny. was turtles. Every time um, he did that one, it was funny. Every funny. time. Every time he was like sea turtles, and they're like, oh, fuck, this dude rules. Um, uh, I'll turn to Wikipedia. It begins the characterization section with, according to screenwriters Ted Elliott and Terry Ros- uh, Rossio, Sparrow is a trickster who uses yep. wit and deceit. Arlequino, always stirring up the pot. Is a trickster who uses wit and deceit to attain his goals, yep. referring to in disputes verbally instead of by oh. force. Yep. Oh. He walks with a slightly drunken swagger mm-hmm. and has slurred speech and flailing hand gestures. Yes. Sparrow is shrewd, calculating, yep. and yep. eccentric. So that the slightly drunken swagger, I think, is attainable right now. Yeah. That's, that's attainable today. You, you don't wish. even got to be drunk to do that, man. Yeah, you, you just, just get a little, little swag. Also, he's a he's a very good swordsman. I just wanted not the best I mean, in the that's movie. Like you can so find hard him. though of like all the character traits to try to embody. Like I don't yeah. think you need that one. Isn't well, not at first. But... Isn't it fucked up that on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride they did add Cap Captain Jack to it, but they and he looks like pretty pretty photorealistic. I would yeah. say yeah, that's but actually Johnny other, Depp every time. But the other animatrons in that ride still kind of look like sort of ghoulish Commedia dell'arte masks of, of fear. Yeah. Um, but then like you turn a corner and there's photorealistic Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. He's like, you have to get me out of here. Yes. Yeah. Take me to the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> I and belong like, in what? the Hall of Presidents. That oh, would be, be great, by the way. Hey, Disney, if you're listening, just start incorporating Jack Sparrow into other animatronic things, too, like the Bear Jamboree and Hall of Presidents. Anywhere there are animatronics, just have, like, sneaky Jack Sparrow po- peeking out from, like, behind things and, like, That's out fine. of barrels and shit. Yeah. Um, there's a quote on here, too, I just wanted to pass along. Um, it says, uh, Gentlemen, m'lady. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. And that is, that's the quote that's sourced to Jack almost escapes another sticky situation. Wow. So that is something that I have tried in my day to day life. If I go to the post office and there's a big line and I'm about to wait in the line, and then I'm like, no, I'm not going to wait in the line. I'll loudly announce, gentlemen, m'lady. Yeah. You will always remember this as the day you almost caught Captain Justin McElroy. Yeah. And they're like, were we catching what What exactly, was happening? I'll say. Better exactly. luck next time. And then you'll swing out on a rope never and bring me down. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the wing. That rope is attached to nothing. Justin is just always holding a rope and a saber. 
And if he sees a situation he wants to get out of, he swings the saber and just yells, huzzah, and then kind of walks out mm-hmm. holding the robe up like he's swinging on it, which yeah. is not, don't get me wrong, it's a cool move. It works every time it plays. Anyway, that was a lot of talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. Travis, you're welcome. That you're was welcome. a gift, actually. You. It's, it's just once you. a year I need yeah. it. Absolutely. And I, listen, um, I realize I kind of called that in really early this year, and I'm going to be yes. fucking regretting that. Yeah, in come on, sure, I'd like, give anything to talk about it. I get it, I get it, but I needed it. Can we push the wizard's throne and I make a, a, a sweet offer? I brought barley. Him? Okay, you what? I brought barley. Oh yeah. Uh, the wizard Did, is allergic. You forgot your allergic. own fucking thing from like He's 10 minutes allergic, ago? He's allergic. Travis, I didn't forget it. The wizard's allergic to grains. Oh, this is so. actually, uh, this is nut-based barley. <laughs> oh, nut barley, huh? Yeah, I made yum, it yum, yum. from almonds. He's on, He does paleo, Travis. Fuck! You know that. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's cool. This, this so- is meat nuts. <laughs> I made, I made almonds out of beef, and then I used those beef <laughs> almonds to make barley. These are, these are delicious meat nuts. Uh, okay, so this one was sent in by uh, Celia. Thank you, Celia. Uh, it's a WikiHow article, and it's from the wizard. Uh, he wrote it, and it's how to convince your parents to let you wear a thong. Thank you. Uh, well, let's just, say, let's just say step zero, keep your grades up. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. If your, your grades, grades slip, there's no way that this is going to happen. Yeah. Convincing your parents to let you wear a thong may seem like an impossible task. With enough preparation and strategy, your chance of con- of convincing them strengthens. Convince them with a persuasive argument that will leave them confident in your abilities. Ah, yes. They know how, they're going to rock that shit. That's like, that's terrible. That's like basically saying, like, do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Like, convince them to. Like, okay, yeah, WikiHow, that's why I'm here. Yeah, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance in this WikiHow article, and that's, like, compared to other WikiHow articles. And so that's saying something. Part one, prepare your argument. One, plan your strategy. Yeah. What do you think I'm doing, WikiHow? Yeah. Uh, uh, It's a combination of appealing to your parents' reasonable side and appealing to their emotional side. You want to hit them from both angles to show your argument is thorough. Tell them how important this is to you. So, so like is it like a slideshow set to Sarah McLaughlin? Is that what they're talking about? So I've got the I've got the details, but also yeah. a little tug of the heartstrings there, you know what I mean? I think that's the secret. In the thongs of the angels. That was lazy. Okay. When you plan In your strategy, the cracks right? of the angels. Rest I st- it's not getting you're not I'm actually listening to you in real time so I know these are not getting more there's not more effort going into it well this time I was getting there because the thongs would be in the cracks of the angels okay okay uh when you plan your strategy write down how you'll approach them reasonably what kind of things do your parents react to on a logical level uh what oh, are their weaknesses <laughs> Oh, that's great, because then you sit down, you're looking at the paper, which your dad loves, all dads love the paper. Yeah. And you yeah. say like, oh, did you see this? It turns out thongs are really good for the economy. Mm, that's great, They're a real Christmas story sort of. Yeah, tactic. yeah, yeah. Oh, and then explain in really uh, intricate detail how thongs yeah. are undermining cryptocurrency, and I bet yeah. your dad will like that too, depending parents on your dad's fucking, age. Yeah, parents, parents fucking love crypto. hate crypto. Oh, no, they hate crypto. They, they hate, hate crypto. crypto, okay. Yeah. They don't understand it, Justin. Do your parents have a song, strong sense of pride? Are they quick to avoid fear? These are the kinds of things you should be thinking about. That's great, because if this thong plan goes south, 
you you will be multiple steps closer to knowing how to destroy your parents psychologically. <laughs> is there um, a kid in your class that your parents acknowledge as the alpha, right? Because mm. like that, my, uh, listen, my kids coming home every day talk about, uh, I don't know, Christina, Derek, I don't know, Jamal, somebody, right? And I'm yeah. like, what did, what did they do today? Huh, anything yeah. cool? Oh, that's so cool, man. They did what? Oh, their parents bought them the new Switch? Whatever it is, right? And yeah. then it's like, oh yeah, they wear a thong. And I'm like, what, they do? Oh, okay, this next so part. Cool. This next part's so tight, can, let's just get through it, okay? Two, know why you want to wear a thong. Mm. An important part of your strategy is appealing to your parents' sense of reason. A well-reasoned argument includes persuasive justifications for wearing a thong. Write down five or six logical reasons why you would want to wear a thong. Wow. One, yeah, let me, thongs, thongs don't show panty lines. The yeah. main benefit of this is that it avoids attention to your butt. Surely your parents can get on board with that. They don't want people looking at their baby's bottom. No way. Thongs last longer. Since there's less fabric to deal Wait. with, they reshape better than regular ponties. Is that if true? You if you change shape at all, it is less likely that you'll have to buy new ponties saving money. And then step three, thongs keep you cooler in hot temperatures. They are lightweight, allowing for better airflow. By avoiding sweat in your ponties, you will also avoid possible skin rashes or blemishes. That's, I mean, that's, that's three all, reasons, that's and it did say five or six. Right? But also, there's no fucking way thongs last longer. There's no way. It doesn't make sense. They're the inherently friction, flimsy. Friction, friction, Pressure. Friction. But it's, just like it's, flimsy, too. There's less fabric. There's less room for stitching. Wedgie right. problems. I mean, well, that, I don't that know. That is the thing. Let me tell you, I, I did, I dabbled in speech and debate in high school. You got to have some counterpoints ready. Like, yeah. what, what are your parents going to bring up? Wedgie problems is definitely one of them. Yeah. And this is where you need a counterpoint, right? Where you're just like, yeah. I'm going to wear a tight belt. Oh, interesting. No mm. one's getting in there. Well, well uh, 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 Samantha, if you promise to just wear a tight belt. Every time you wear these things. And then every time you come downstairs in a tight belt, your parents will be like, oh, how responsible. Uh, good choices. Ste good step parents. three. Step three, show them you are responsible. Prove to your parents you are a responsible person who makes responsible choices. Doing this will give your argument more credibility. Kick Just out the put a song on a sack of flour for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Carry it around with you. Come on, baby. Yeah. Uh, come on, wow, she's doing a great job keeping those underpants on that sack yeah. of flour. If you have chores or homework, do them on time without being asked. Save there it your is. money Keep instead your grades of spending. Keep your grades up for sure. Keep your grades up. Save your money instead of spending it on frivolous things, and do not stay out late or come home drunk. Well, guys, I went a whole month without coming home drunk, so I think yes, you're ready. You're ready now for those special underwear. Uh, be prepared to pay for your thong. Yeah, yeah. Like no kidding. The alternative is like not not going to work. Look, I mopped like you asked me to. Now I need. A hundred dollars. I do not <laughs> for know. For the best thongs. Yeah. I don't want to sully myself. Practice your argument in the mirror. Yeah. That's that, that's something that would be cool to have somebody walk in on. My butt. <laughs> it gets so sweaty, mom. <laughs> what are you doing there? Nothing. Get out. Uh, approach your parents about the conversation. Yeah. Uh, ask when they seem to be in a good wait, mood. Wait, approach them. They <laughs> just don't want to start screaming through the walls when they're doing yeah. other things. No, it's like, a hey. chance to say, hey, hypothetically, yeah. if I yeah. were to ask you about thongs, just hypothetically. Okay, so part two, convincing your parents. One, bring your notes with you. Awesome. Fucking awesome. You can hide them in your pocket or another discreet place. In your pocket is great because you can be like, I need to wear a thong because, uh... My butt gets sweaty or doesn't get sweaty. Hold on one sec. Oh, <laughs> flip, 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 flip. It says here, my butt does get sweaty. 
um, broach the subject calmly. Try to control the conversation as much as possible. The more you're interrupted, the easier it will be for you to lose your place and forget what to say. That's it. They just want to flummox you. Yeah. That's that that misdirection is like number one parenting secret. That's why right like, off the bat you have to flummox them. Call them by their first names. Yeah. Do you, uh, uh, Daddy? I really want this new Gujitsu. No, you can't so say I, Daddy. You got to say like Jonathan. Jonathan. Well, this is what I'm imagining my children coming to me and asking oh, for the okay. new Gujitsu toy, and I interrupt and say like, "But what is a Gujitsu?" And then they're like all up in their in their in their mind labyrinth, and they just can't escape it. Go through your list of logical reasons. The sweat. Did I mention the sweat thing? And the panty lines. They got to go. They got to go. Everyone's gonna look at my butt if I don't wear a thong. Is that what you want? Fucking weirdo. You're nasty. You're nasty for that. You're a nasty dad and a nasty mom. Appeal to their emotions. This one. I feel like you've given us a lot of ammunition for the logical stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that what we're pulling on heartstring wise. Um, remind them that you're growing up old enough to make decisions about how to adorn your own body. Yeah, I mean that's pretty foolproof. Mom, me, Dad, I'm 32. In- Let me wear a thong. <laughs> uh, invite questions. Well, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, Alicia, um, <laughs> thus concludes my presentation. Thank you for your time today. I really appreciate your attention. There will be coffee uh, and some snacks on your way out. Uh, mm-hmm. But before I'm, that, oh, uh, uh, let's take some questions. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm getting the light. Uh, I've, I'm sorry. That concludes my time. Stay tuned for the next TED Talk about macrobiology or whatever. Uh, give them some time to talk it over or think about it. No, you can't have a thong. Well, hold up. Yeah. Circle back tomorrow. Think about remember it. what I what said. What does Alicia about the... think? What does Alicia think? Alicia, you guys do not seem on the same page about this. You know, so Jonathan, you, guys... you never take time to ask Alicia what th- she thinks. Alicia, yeah. I'm so sorry you have to put up with this. This, uh, this dude. You know what? How about shit. you and I go get? Some, <laughs> we'll go get some wine, Alicia. We don't need Jonathan for this. Uh, start part three. Reacting to their response. Be prepared for any response. Okay. Prepare yourself for the possibility they will say no or drive the discussion out. It's a good idea mm. to come up with possible solutions to those scenarios, even if they do not happen. You press the button and jail cell bars drop over every exit from the kitchen. Like, you're yeah. not going anywhere. I had these jail bars installed until we're done here, until I'm done with you. Uh, react calmly. Uh, if they respond with an immediate no, don't storm off in a huff or raise your voice. Let me wear a thong. No. Okay. Cool. If you feel yourself getting upset, breathe. Check to see if your body is tensing up and relax your body. Mm, if none of that works and everyone's still out. glaring at each other, tell a joke. Humor's a great way to defuse a tense situation. That's yes. awesome. Uh, play this. Play Cisco's thong song uh, at maximum volume on every de- smart device in the house. <laughs> Alexa? This, this one seems like actually a very good strategy. Ask them why they say no. Like, I want to wear a thong. That's everything no. in your life, huh? Yeah. Speak on that. Speak on that, please. Do you think that this is something, is this because your parents said no to you for something, Jonathan? Jonathan, mm. are you just projecting forth your uh, your fear of not being responsible enough for a thong? I understand that. I understand that. You've forgotten what it's like to want things, Jonathan. To um, want thongs, Jonathan. And that's that's partially my fault since I since I was, was born. And I understand that that's a sacrifice parents have to make. But don't you don't have to force that on me. Did I mention the sweat? Sweaty butt. Lines. Why do you want my butt to sweat, Dad? Damn. Uh, offer I thought we were cool. Uh, if your parents won't budge, offer them a compromise. Maybe you can suggest revisiting the topic after you show more responsibility. That's probably going to do it. 
Is it because I didn't mop enough? Fuck. <laughs> All right, mom, dad, compromise. I'll wear the thong over regular underpants. Yeah. Uh, finally, step five, drop the subject. If all else fails, accept your fate and walk away. Do not continue to beg or harass your parents. Doing that will only diminish any chance of convincing them later, and it will put them in a bad mood. Walking away from the argument with grace allows you to keep your parents' respect. Huh. Seems or, like you've already lost your parents' respect, because they don't respect you enough to let you wear the thong you crave. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think also, I'll add a step six on this wiki article. I don't think you're allowed to just, I don't think these are up for community edits. But you could also just do it. Yeah. And what are they going to do? You know what I mean? You'll have to wash them yourself to not get to if you really want to cloak the situation. But like they're not going to be like, hmm, Samantha can't help but notice there's not as many panty lines this morning because that's a fucking wild thing to say over the over the in the breakfast nook. Um, I think that I think that these are foolproof ideas. I will also say if if your parents say no, instead of just walking away and accepting your fate, let me offer this. So you're like, okay, I hear you. Let's revisit this in Q3. Let's, and that's, let's circle back I, in Q3. After. I think that that's going to like knock them off their groove a little bit. Yeah. So that yeah. when you bring it up in Q3, they're like, I think they're a business person. Sometimes my kids drop something and that would be the exact moment to attack. Like if they just like yeah. dropped it, like, eh, all right. I would be so sort of like, I would need to sit down on the floor for a little bit. Yeah. And that's the time where you like, if you change your mind, just let me know. Yeah. <gasps> Show me the exact date on this calendar. Where I'm going to be allowed to wear thongs. The thing is, Q2, Q2 is the summertime. And so my butt is going to be just just covered with rashes and irritation because of my stupid big underwear. Now, to be fair, Griffin, (laughs) that depends on when your family's fiscal year starts, right? That's a fair point. I mean, if if anything, just a week after you do this conversation, if it fails, you sit down in the breakfast nook and you go, ah, ow! Sorry, guys. (laughs) Covered in rashes. Chalk a block rashes down there. Wow, it's irritated. Oh man, the kids in school they keep yelling at me every time I yell. Every time I sit down at the classroom desk or lunch table. Yeah, and they're like, um, "Is it your visible panty lines that are yeah, giving you rashes, sweaty they, butt?" Oh, it hurts. are you wearing a teenage diaper? Oh, it hurts. Teenage diaper. <laughs> teenage ninja diapers. <laughs> That's good. Any other things? Nobody's got any other. Okay. Anyone's okay. Um, let's take a break and go on over the money zone. We guys think about that. Sounds yeah. Good. Is that a, is that a hey, can I tell you guys something absolutely wild? Yeah. I tweeted. Lou, wherever you are, we need Mambo number six now more than ever. And Linda Carter, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, retweeted it, quote tweeted it, and said, sounds like a fun job for the Justice League. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Does that Travis, how would you say, why would you say this when we're going into the money zone? We can talk about when we come back. No, I mean, I think we're in it now. I think you've started it. Yeah, we can't do the segment. ads now because we okay. have to talk about why Linda Carter thinks a good job for the Justice League would be to find Lou Bega and make him do Mama number six. I mean, a big thing is why this ended up on on Linda Carter's plate in the first place. <laughs> Linda Carter does not follow me on Twitter. No. Yeah. But there's I- obviously some degree of of separation there where like somebody retweeted it and then Linda Carter saw that. 
and was like, I don't know who this fucking Travis nobody is, <laughs> but he's got some dope thoughts about Lou Bega. <laughs> but what about instead of Lou Bega, it's Aquaman? What if they sent like the D-string Justice League to go find Lou Bega? That actually would be a fun idea. Wonder Twins. Is right about go that. find Lou Bega. Yeah, Wonder Twins and some of the other bad ones that nobody likes. Yeah. Red Tornado, maybe. I think that the amount of... you're You're not thinking... I think logically about this because there's still so there is uncalculable power that exists in the 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 Dead Sea Mambo Scrolls, the yeah. Mambo Apocrypha of one through four. Uh, I think that if we got our hands on that that quadrilogy, it would be enough to tide us over for the next few centuries. Lou, you have to do Mambo number six, Clark. I told you, I. <laughs> I can't return to that life. I, I don't know that I'm There's I'm no able to more, wield the power responsibly. There's no more woman names. <laughs> I used them all in five. <laughs> I dumped in too much trumpet. Don't you understand? <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> he would, there would be a break in Mama number six. We'd be like, even more trumpet. And it would just be eight discordant trumpets. Just all <laughs> The moon lighted. would shatter. <laughs> yeah. I knew the, it. <laughs> The on, the Mambo, on the Mambo number five maxi single, there are four tracks. I, I'm I'm betting it was a single, right? It would have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mambo number five radio edit. Mambo number five extended mix. Mambo Havana club mix. Yeah. Mambo the trumpet, and that one is six <gasps> minutes long. Oh God! Wow. I don't know if it's just like, hey, here's something you could sample. It's the trumpet. Mm-hmm. It, but it's just him saying the trumpet in a bunch of different ways for six minutes. No horn is present on the track. Okay, anyway. Hey, I want to tell you all about stomps.com. If you're a small business owner or you're busy or you work from your house and need to get things to go from one place to another, don't worry about the post office because it can be big lines. With stamps.com, you can skip the trip and never waste another dollar or minute. Skip the trip and flip the script. With stamps.com, they let you print official postage right from your computer so you can spend less time at the PO, and that's post office, and more time running your business. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office's wonder wonderful powers and UPS shipping services that you need right from your computer, and you get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 60, nope, that's backwards, 76% off UPS. Whether you're an office sending invoices or a side hustle Etsy shop or whatever, Stamps.com is here to make your life easier. Save time and money this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code MYBROTHER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale that you can weigh anything with. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MYBROTHER. I wonder which one of us will talk about Stitch Fix. Oh, it's me. my favorite okay. part. Great. I want to talk about Stitch Fix because I love it. I'm wearing Stitch Fix pants right now, and I love them. I'm wearing a Stitch Fix shirt, and I love it, because Stitch Fix has you covered. Say goodbye to endless browsing, and hello to fresh picks. That's the beauty of Stitch Fix, my friends. Is that wow, that, felt did not, that did not feel comfortable when you- No, I was half burping when I said it, which was oh, awesome. No. But, I mean, I wasn't going to highlight it, but you did, and then I'm not going to lie to my friends. So, Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination. You know, you pick things that work for you, that fit your legs and lifestyle. It's not like, you know, it's not like your aunt bought you that ugly sweater and you don't like it. This is like your cool aunt 
brought you that cool sweater and you love it because you went to your cool aunt and said, hey, this is the sweater I want. Give me that sweater. And your cool aunt said, I'm so busy being cool. I forgot it was your birthday. You got it. So whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try a new one, try Stitch Fix Freestyle. You can shop over a thousand brands. That's more brands than I even knew existed. And styles personalized to your size and fit. Plus, no subscription required. And free shipping returns and exchanges. Get started today by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash mybrother. That's stitchfix.com slash mybrother to try Stitch Fix Freestyle. stitchfix.com slash mybrother. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is a podcast. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. That thing is not my daughter. And I want you to tell me there's a show where the hosts don't just report on French science and spirituality, but take part themselves. Well, there is, and it's Ono, Ross, and Carrie on Maximum Fun. This year, we actually became certified exorcists. So yes, Carrie and I can help your daughter. Or we can just talk about it on the show. Ono, Ross, and Carrie on MaximumFun.org. You got really moved at the end of that, Travis. Yeah, I'm still getting over being sick, but it just gave me a lot of emotion. Yeah. That's so, that's so beautiful, man. I love it's that fun. I'm the only one that's not sick right now, and y'all are making fun of my medieval immune system. So, hmm. I mean, I'm sick, and I was still doing, like, free weight exercises, so... Oh, I do those every day anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are you, can... what are you benching? What are you doing? Oh, what's your... What's your... You doing curls? You doing... Uh, you know, what are you doing? Uh, I mostly just lift him up off the ground as for yeah. as long as I can. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. A great. I'm holding on to. Know. I'm holding on to him right now. Oh, really? I'm, I'm building a lot of passive muscle. Oh yeah, background muscle is what they call it. It's been so long. Really? I really like didn't it. think Justin would do this because he was sick and like the. <laughs> I think that kind of shows a little bit. I want a munch. Squad. I want a munch. Squad. Yeah, baby. Hi, welcome, Munch Squad. Oh, thank you. It's good to be here. Within a shut up. Oh. It's a podcast than a podcast, which profiles the latest and greatest in brand eating. Rather than set up today's thing with um, 
you know, a, a, a spiel. I wanted to play the commercial for it first. Great. And then talk about it. Is that okay? Sure. Oh, now, I warn you, this is two minutes and 20 seconds long. Okay. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. But, but listen, you're going to be in such a fucking tizzy when you hear what this is, this ad from the year of our Lord, 2020 CE. 2022 you're gonna trip you ready are you ready yes one day the guy on the buffalo wing was riding around in a forest smell to smell he's thinking where's that smell coming from feels like maybe over there so we moseyed on over put back on the reins that's how you stop a buffalo wing and he hopped on off and he looked I'll just let him go. I'll huh. see you, little fella. And then he found a hedgehog jammed down in a log and pulled him out, and they became best friends. They went back to the buffalo wing to snack down those expies, but the food was gone. That sneaking fox stole our meals. What? Oh, but you know what? I got I got an idea, says the hedgehog. I got something stashed in an old stuff. Ooh, what the fuck? Oh, it's a buffalo garlic glazed meal. That's what I was just eating. Ooh, it's tantalizing. Let's sit down and eat it. Well, if it isn't the chicken wing thief. Sorry, man, I'm a fox. It's kind of my thing. Truce? Ah, come here, man. We're cool. Oh, it's a guy on a buffalo wing. Hey, uh, guy. I don't remember it happening like that. Yeah, I don't either. Every time he eats Zaxby's, that's all he wants to talk about. He's been replaced yeah, by I an old man. I saw the original, and it was definitely a buffalo you were riding, not a buffalo wing. And then, it's the, buffalo and then it's the original old guy from Guy and a Buffalo. I huh. can't believe. Can you believe that bones are their money? There's, <laughs> there's been Justin. I don't. Go on. Griff. I don't. I don't think I've been dealing with this. Now you got to deal with it. N- well, I'm mostly dealing with the fact that it now it's on our show. Now it's on yeah. our show. So now it's uh-huh. all our problems. There's no fucking way. Uh huh. That I would say more than thirty percent of our audience understands the reference. That's there, okay. Wait, there's, there's a, a reference. Probably... Travis. Travis, are you, are you, what, are you real? I am not fucking with you at all. I have no idea what this was. Okay, stop the show. <laughs> Okay. This is what I'm saying, Justin. It's, it's, this it's, is, okay, Griffin, you're actually, your math was right. <laughs> I got a 30%. It's, it, I guess 66.6 repeating. But that's not a good hit rate, I think. Okay, so, okay, back in 2011, uh-huh. there was a series of YouTube videos called Guy on a Buffalo that took uh, clips from an old show from the 70s, I think called Buffalo Jones, uh, of just a guy riding around on a buffalo and ma- mainly just fighting off animals that try to get at him. 
Okay. But now they've but now Zaxby's has taken that eleven year old meme and well, you know, I don't know, Justin got fucking berries and cream started again, so I guess anything's possible. I guess anything is definitely possible. Damn Zaxby's. That's a deep fucking cut. It's like a wi- that thirty percent of our audience and approximately zero point zero three repeating percent of the TV watching audience. Yeah. So Zaxby's launched an ad campaign to introduce its buffalo garlic blaze signature sauce. Um, the new campaign features the quirky guy on a buffalo wing national spot, which premiered during Monday's college football playoff, and will run during the big game. On February thirteenth. So oh, they're still doing that. Yeah, they're still going for it. Huh? But there's the 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 pandemic numbers are so bad. Are you sure they're not going to cancel it? I'm they're definitely sure. going to cancel gonna it. Z- they're going to zoom. <laughs> they're going to zoom. Gonna zoom. Yeah, now yeah. I'm tackling you. Hey, I tackled <laughs> that guy. Oh my god! Can I just say, like, a bunch of like iPads on robotic like bases? Fucking watch the Sounds shit out of that. Sounds better than football. No concussions. Yeah, it's just a, fu- a bunch of like tricked out robots. Now you do have wild. to be careful dumping the Gatorade because you're going to ruin a lot of technology. Yeah, that tens way. of thousands of dollars. All these segues are ruined. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's not, it's just wild, y'all. It it would be like if fucking, uh, I don't know, Cheerios were like, all your Cheerios are belong to us. <laughs> the new guy on a buffalo wing commercial follows a lone cowboy riding a Zaxby's style buffalo wing who discovers a boneless wings meal from Zaxby's that features the new buffalo garlic blaze sauce. The spot is narrated to a folk song. Pretty sure that's not how that works grammatically. Composed by the band Jomo and the Possum Posse, featuring quirky characters such as the bobcat, the squirrel, the fox, and the hedgehog. Why are you describing it like this? Like, I mean, that's what it is, Trav. I don't know what you. I want. know, I but know. it's not like it's it's just saying the parts of it without like explaining it at all. Yeah, it's just like yeah, this is what happens in it. Okay, but like why? Why is that what happens in it? He says with um, Dooley Tombras, the president at Zaxby's creative agency of record, Tombras says. Guy on a buffalo wing is impossible to look away from. The kind of campaign that will make diners wonder what they're missing and have to try it for themselves. Do you guys think that the mindset of, but you're talking about it, has gone too fucking far in this year of our Lord 2022 where people are like, yeah, but you're talking about it. Like, yeah, but ask me in 10 minutes what the food was. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you, but the I'll talk time- about this wild video forever. The last time that worked is when they fucking murdered Mr. Peanut. And I was like, yeah. I can't look away from that ad because my good friend Mr. Peanut has passed away. And I no, thought about it. No, but even then, made me not want to eat peanuts because I felt like I was eating his corpse. Where I'd much rather feel like I was eating a live Mr. Peanut over and over again and killing him yeah. myself. Yeah. I would say, Travis, once you see this man, um, once you see this man riding a buffalo wing, you will not soon forget what this is f- about but it's a and there's, bon- there's is it several a boneless- shots where he is e- eating a plate of boneless garlic wings buffalo garlic blaze boneless wings on a plate that is on top of his steed yeah fucked which up. is itself a buffalo a giant but buffalo is it a boneless wing he's riding that is up for interpretation i don't believe so it looks like it looks like it does have a bone in it Okay. It's just it's, fr- it's there's just... so many things. One, the big buffalo wing does look like I would fuck that up. 
in a major way. Yeah, but they like, wouldn't have anything to ride on. But I wouldn't want to sit astride a buffalo wing in the first place because some of my like top five places that I don't want to get buffalo sauce on, the uh-huh. gujer is way up there. <laughs> Especially the, if you've been riding that saddle all day and you're getting a little chafed because your parents wouldn't let you buy a thong. And then you're sitting yes. there and like it's just seeping through your slacks. Forget about it, my man. Forget about it, dude. I don't want to. I don't want a spicy gucci in the middle of the forest. Where am I gonna go? What am I gonna do about it? Don't get me this started the, on ants. If this if this kicks off a trend of doing doing parodies of ancient, uh, uh, like ancient ancient memes, yeah. I would actually I would actually be super into that. I would actually like that quite a bit. You can have any meal you want at combo.com. Oh, any, that's good. Yeah. They could be like burger, 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 mushroom, mushroom. <laughs> yeah, that was me, Star Wars kid. But now I'm <laughs> now my my male pattern baldness has made me into more of a Star Wars man. Oh man. Oh uh, boy. Boy howdy. All right. Um all right. So that's much one. Give me that next question, Justin. You got it, bud. I work at a hospital. Thank you for your service. And on the patient food trays, they have milk cartons with little jokes. Awesome. One of the jokes, I, I read one of the jokes to my coworker, smiling excitedly, only for him to nod and politely stare at me. The joke, what happens when a cow doesn't shave? She grows a mustache. I feel like I'm in a tomb right now. Brothers, was there a problem with my delivery? Yes. Couldn't matter. In Unanswerable. Can I show my face again at work after this? And most importantly, how do I up my milk-based joke game? That's from Cowardly Comic in Greenville. So I figured with this one, like we're three professional, top-tier comedians. Yeah. And I figured that we could maybe do, I don't know, some punch-ups, some coaching here. Uh, okay. Justin, I do like, whether intentional or not, how um, absolutely flat and like soulless you delivered that joke. Yeah. That, so that we have uh, just solid flat ground to build off of. Okay. Yeah, that was if, about as worse the, as anybody could deliver. If that the great joke thing. is good, it doesn't need the help. It is it a good joke. Sings. This is a good it's, joke. Okay. You deliver it in a way that makes me laugh. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. What uh <laughs> what happens when a cow doesn't shave? What? She grows a mustache. See, that wasn't funny still and it wasted more of my time. Well fuck. I would, yeah, I would I, hit it like that. I would hit it like this. Hey Juice, why doesn't a cow shave? Uh I don't know why. Gets a mustache. It sucked still, but it like yeah, it, it was like Yeah, but you're you're thinking about this. As like people who have been free to make jokes and have fun for the last forty five minutes, you're on break at a hospital where like the weight of responsibility can feel crushing. And now here is a brief moment of respite where you're able to goof without feeling like a monster, but and you deliver this like banger mustache joke. No, the joke sucks shit from the ground up. There's no good <laughs> delivery of it that's gonna make this person who's dying bust up and forget about it. You know what I mean? So you may as well, like, I don't want to rob them of the precious life seconds they've got. Hey, why does the cow shave? That's a mustache. That's two and a half seconds, and then they're they're able to go do more stuff. I've only seized their attention for, like, a really, really minimal amount of time. 
Is there a punch up you can do to it, Griffin? That like okay. take right. this joke, okay, and make it work. Sure. Uh, let me try. Uh, hey, what happens if a cow doesn't shave? What? What? It gets a fucking mustache, a baby. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, you know what I like? I like the jokes where it seems like a real. So you could start off reading the paper. Everybody loves the paper, and you go like, "Oh, did you see this? Do you hear about this?" You hear about one of these things? You hear about one of these? this now? You hear about this? It looks like uh, this cow, ooh, their, their razor broke. She wasn't able to shave. Oh, yeah? What happened? Oh, she grew a mustache. That's right? dope. Yeah, Here, let me try this. Let me try this. bought way. into it hey, at that point. The cow didn't shave. Guess what? What? Grew a mustache. Huh. <laughs> That's a thinker. Yeah, that one hey. is good. That's a good way of doing it, actually. Do you know a cow's favorite disgraced prime minister of Italy? What's I don't know who. Mussolini. That's good. I like calling Mussolini a disgraced. Um, yeah. That, like, I think that's kind of underselling it, but sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, he's so embarrassed. <laughs> he's not, well, he's not graced. He's <laughs> that's right. for damn sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not holding his head up high for a lot of reasons. Yeah, um, yeah I like what? that. That's pretty good. Okay, oh, here's a tough one. Now it's a riddle. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, who? Which Which of uh, the Mario brothers is a cow's favorite? What? Which of the Mario brothers is a cow's favorite? Who are the, who's that? The Mario brother. Oh, it's, uh, it's two plumber this bros. This isn't me. Obviously, I know who the Mario brothers yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're gamer, friends with Toad. Like, you know Toad's friends? I don't know who any, I don't know anything. Toad! Yeah, you I don't know, know fucking Toad, dude. Look at my tattoo. This isn't me either. This is the I person love, telling the joke. Yeah, of course, of course. I love it's the person Toad's you've invented who doesn't know who's Mario or Luigi is, but fucking is just wild about the little pervert Toad. It's on my look at my look at my face. I have a Toad tattoo, like in the corner of my eye, like a teardrop. Only it's Toad. That's I got one for boy? everybody I've killed. Okay, There's I got only six one. of them. Punchline. What's the punchline? Oh, it's uh, you can say either Muigi or Murio. They both that work. Sucks. That sucks. That's a wor- You somehow wor- wrote a worse joke. What's the cow's favorite former president of the European Central Bank? Now, there's a lot of politics here, Justin. Murio Draghi. Now, hold well, on. You did just kind of use Murio again. <laughs> yeah, but mine was like you didn't see Travis. Okay, I don't want to be like whatever Travis, but you can't have the punchline part. In the setup. Okay, where does a cow go to learn about art and history? The museum. Exactly. That sucks. But <laughs> do it different. I, and I want to. And I just want to <laughs> remind the two of you on this call that we can't just deliver purposefully <laughs> shitty jokes for fifteen minutes and then say, "Ah, put it in the can. That one's done." <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, what if we did? What if we did opposite of jokes today for this show? This is a special episode where we do opposite. Of jokes that suck. What's shit? a cow's favorite cereal? Moosely? Moose, moose. No, it's fucking grass. It's a cow, you idiot. See, that's, that's got the, some ADC that, energy that I really like. Well, see, yeah, that's I was trying edgy, to do like edgy. Indie, I, I was doing edgy comedy. Yes. Like, we don't that's do that enough future. here. Yes. Yeah. 2022 Fancy Takes Flight. 20 rendezvous. We're having a rendezvous with like some edgy, yeah, challenging, push the envelope, doesn't have to be funny kind of comedy. Yeah, edgy. Where if it's not funny to you, it's because there's something wrong with you, not me. I made a okay. solid joke. 
What about what? What happens when your cow doesn't shave for too long? What? Bush goes fucking crazy. Oh, I like that. That's a good joke. That, okay, that joke is funny. Yeah, that's a great joke because it's like now you're imagining, like, where does <laughs> the bush it? go? This is like, true. Where is the bush? Because I think at? it's all boob down there. I'm not it's sure, but bo- it's mostly boob down there. So where's the where's the bush? Oh, oh that's okay. funny. You'd be like, where's the beef? But it's like, where's, where's the, the bush? bush? I have and one. That's like a second. That's like a joke on top of the first. That's a joke topping. I got a joke here, and it really makes a yeah, statement. Yeah, sure. Ready? It doesn't yeah, kick bud. ass? Yeah. What happens when a cow doesn't shave? What? Society applies their concept of what beauty is to that cow and judges it for growing a mustache. That ain't it, chief. Well, so, but then it, it has something to say. But I also still got mustache in there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. This has been an hour, right? I no. don't know, man. Right, better joke. What happened in the? What happened when the cow didn't shave? What? Who fucking gives a shit? Oh, I like it's a, that. It's a it's a cow. Don't you have cows better things to worry about? Shave. Cows oh. don't even shave. Dumbass. That's a good one, man. Oh, edgy. See, you got it in there. Yeah. Um. Pl- pl- we got to do something else. We have to do s- anything else right now. Okay, I got, I got you. Don't worry about it. Is it a cow? Is it a fucking shitty cow joke that we can be ironic on? Um, no. Okay, but is that a problem? Wait, Why are you but is it Justin? If it's not, does it need to be that or? Mubega. What are we listening to? You have to stop. I did. No, but here's the problem, Justin. When you play things through your computer, if we talk, it echoes. So you I know I love you that. are holding that us like hostage. Power play. Yeah. yeah. So you just gotta hear Bob the Builder's take on Lou Vega's Mama Number Five. Can I? I had, this is a great idea, and I, I'm assuming the show's over by now. Was that just like a palate cleanser you were playing to get? <laughs> that was a, just like a, that was like I found I found Mambo the trumpet, and it was just like six minutes of trumpet. Like that's another joke, and then. Related to that was Bob the Builder's take on Mama Number Five. I thought maybe this is something, so then I played that. But, but now you that just brings played it. To, yeah, I don't have anything to say about it. Its existence is funnier than jokes. Okay. I was just thinking about how it would be cool to make a song called Mama Number Two Thousand Three Hundred Forty, and the year is <laughs> year is thirty two thousand, like Warhammer kind of. <laughs> yeah, sure. And it's like it's all it's so far in the future, and we've continued to have new mambos. <laughs> And it's like this is the two thousand thirty seventh mambo, yeah, uh, that we're writing in the year thirty two thousand. That'd and, be awesome. And it, it's like filled with jokes about how 
the year 32,000 nutrient slurry that everybody eats doesn't taste very good. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like listing the names, and it's like a little bit of beep blop in my life, yeah. a little bit of foo fob in my... And it's just like, even then, people are listening to it going, those aren't names. It's like, yeah, I know, but I used all... <laughs> I've used all of them. There's no more names. And then somebody's like, hey, guys, I found this weird old holovid on YouTube, and I just have some questions for you. One... What is a buffalo? Two, what is a wing? Three, what is a guy? Also, where can I get this fucking meal? Because it's working. Can we get a pill? Get the replicator to make a pill of the guy, the buffalo. Also, guys, what happens when a cow doesn't shave? What? It grows a moustache. Stop the fucking show, Justin. (laughs) Say the shit that you say at the end of every episode. Thanks for listening to our show. Um, uh, We'll feel better next week. (laughs) And maybe we'll do better. No, we did fine. I don't like people thinking they waste it because most people are listening on 1.25 anyway. They're just blowing through to see what, like, how we're going to be realigning the culture. You know what I mean? It's less about the humor and more about just like keeping their finger. Well, but if they listen that fast, they're going to miss all the little like Easter eggs and like winks and like stuff we have planned for the future and where the story's going. And you actually would miss the sheer amount of time we just let hang in the air after the first reading of that mustache joke. That is it true. Was a, Go back and listen painful. to that at like 0.75. I was spiraling a little bit. Yeah. Um, thanks so much. Uh, thanks to you for listening. Griffin, do your your bit. Thanks to Montaigne for the use of our theme song. My life is better with you. Uh, thanks, Montaigne. It's a bopper uh, and a showstopper. Literally. Uh, make sure you go check out com. We got the pin of the month. Everybody has a knife, which benefits the Center for Reproductive Rights. We have Guppy's Want Me, Blink Shards, Fear Me sticker over there. Uh, I have been uh, doing some streaming on Twitch, playing, get this, guys, a little game called Fortnite, and it rules. You can check that out at twitch.tv slash the Travis McRoy. Also, Griffin has been doing a regular stream on Wednesdays on the McRoy Family YouTube, uh, in which I I believe I'm describing this correctly. He plays video games as Guy Fieri. No, that's not no, it. Not even close. I'm pretty sure that's it. It's cool uh, that you are supporting my art, though. I really like it, Griffin. Thank you. Thank you. Geez. The kids like it too. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, man. So cool. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Griffin, do you have a final Yahoo to go out on? Yeah, thank you, to everyone. Here's a final Yahoo that was sent in by uh, Chimney Man. Chimney Man. Chimney Man. Yeah, oh, this one was in I'm ch- so afraid of the Chimney Man. Please don't bring him into this. Uh, it's not that Chimney Man. Right, we've said it twice, so we have to stop yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, so it's written by Yahoo Answers user, uh, Crispifer. Crispifer. Who asks. Interesting. Crispifer asks. Uh, Crispifer asks. Crispifer, you say? He asks. Crispifer asks. Um, I'm just waiting whenever. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Yeah, buddy. we're here. Yeah, we can wait we're all here day. For, we're here for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. You have our full support, Griffin. Do you remember some of the stuff you said already? (laughs) Because I could try to catch you back up. Like some stuff I said, like in this segment before? This Yahoo. Well, I guess I could do that. Oh, it was asked. Okay. So I said Christopher and I said it was sent in by Chimney Man. Oh, not again. (laughs) Oh, no. That's three. Ah! (laughs) Oh, no. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, guys. I don't have time to do the final Yahoo.
<laughs> my name's Justin McRoy. I'm Travis McRoy. <laughs> this is my brother, my brother. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.